Welcome back, everybody. This is Real Presence Live. We are enjoying a beautiful day down here in southern Minnesota at St. Michael's Parish uh, in Pine Island, Minnesota. Yep. Michael Goldsmith and Father Randall Kazel here uh, welcoming you this morning. And we just have uh, had a really good straight talk with some good questions, so I'm, I'm happy for that. Uh, Father did a good job of answering those and the best of his ability, and, and I hope everybody got some good things out of that. And I really am, am enjoying about talking about the saints, uh, the saint, how do you say? Saint Anthony Mary Claire. Mary Claire. So yeah, this is great this morning, Paul. There are two special events coming up here in Bismarck at the St. Mary's University, and we're going to talk with Ed Konetska about those. Ed, how are you there? I am, yes. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. Can you just uh, start us out with telling us a little bit about yourself and kind of what's going on with these events? Sure. Uh, my name is Ed Konetska. I work in university ministry at the University of Mary. Uh, so I get to work with our students, and uh, we work with our liturgy and our retreat team, and uh, trying to foster an environment uh, where faith can grow on our campus in a very strong way. And uh, the two events we're talking about today, one is, is really unique. It's a gold mass. And uh, so people would be familiar with a red mass, a blue mass, and a white mass, right, for the healthcare profession, the legal profession, and our first responders. And this is a relatively new thing. Uh, it's for scientists. Mm. And I think it's scientists who are saying, you know, my Catholic faith is in complete harmony with my work as a scientist because the world's acting as if that can't be now. And I think a lot of, especially young people, have a, the impression that, um, you know, faith is for our heart and science is for our mind, and they don't go together. And <laughs> so this started on the East Coast, uh, and there's only a few places around the, uh, the country that do them. We were the first one west of the, uh, the Mississippi, actually, to do one. And uh, Bishop Kagan is our celebrant each year. We, this is our second annual. And so we invite our own faculty and staff, but also anybody in the in the uh, area who considers themselves to be a scientist who works in that field, just to join us for Mass and to celebrate the work they do, and uh, to show people the harmony between faith and reason. You know, that's John Paul II's term. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's what the Gold Mass is, and we're fun that it's excited. We're, it's it's exciting to us that it's on our campus. We have fun with it. Oh, that's great, Ed. I, can you tell us a little bit more about the, the relationship between science and faith, science and religion, and how that plays out by having this special mass uh, where you invite scientists and then you invite uh, the influence of faith in the very practical work of being a scientist? Sure. I, I think probably there'd be scientists who could do a much better job <laughs> of explaining the connection yeah. there. On the, but I, I do know and it's uh, on our campus, you know, we'll go to Mass, and we'll see all of our professors there with our students. It's a beautiful harmony just in that. We worship together, we pray together. And then to go into a classroom or a lab and be doing science experiments or to be exploring the reality of the universe and acknowledging its source, acknowledging the Creator, saying that we're not discovering a random thing, that there's, there's intelligence to this, and we're discovering something that was put in there by our Creator. I think it's a very natural thing for us to do. Um, and then in terms of the gold mass, I think each of the masses that I mentioned earlier, it's just the recognition that there are groups of people who, um, to acknowledge and celebrate what they do, brings honor to something that maybe they don't experience other people blessing in the same way. So to bless noble work, is, I think that's part of the, the role of the Church. And so this is just another group of people that we're able to bring forward and say the work you do has value. We recognize it, and uh, we just want to pray for you in the work that you do. Yeah. 
I think it, it, for lots of people, I don't think they understand that, you know, the Vatican has its own scientific uh, team. It has, you know, priest and lay that contribute to, uh, you know, what the magisterium is talking about. They're not just coming out blindly saying, you know, things off the cuff. That science has always been linked to the church. It's been, it's, you know, for for all you can read back into history and see that tie with a lot of uh, you know lots of things coming out from the church so it's a beautiful thing you know and you know how we can keep that aligned with the catholic perspective how how do you think scientists in this day and age when it's so difficult to do that how do you think they're doing that you know keeping it in perspective with the catholic faith sure let me let me if I could back up to the other piece you said first if I might uh, yep. Michael the history part yeah. Uh, you know, the, we know that the Church was the patron of the arts. I would mm -hmm. say the Church was also the patron of the sciences. I, that my, I could be wrong, but my, my uh, memory says the first observatories were actually run by Catholics. And we know that the whole university system flows out of the Catholic Church and the heart of the Absolutely, Church. Absolutely, right. And so, uh, in, in terms of how you do it today, I, I don't know if it's any different than any other area. You know, for us to walk around uh, in our world today and speak about faith and morals... That, that takes boldness and courage. And mm, I think for, does. for scientists to do the work they do and then proclaim to others, this is in harmony with my faith. Or even more challenging, I think, is to uh, to do research that intentionally speaks against some of what's going on in our society. Mm. Right, so for those, an example would be for those who speak into the stem cell debate. Yes. Right, the reality is all the progress we're making with stem cells come from adult stem cells. Right, right? not the, yeah, not the taken, other way. Yeah. Right, right. but it takes courage to stand up and say that. It also takes your faith guiding your decision to say, well, if I'm, a, as a Catholic, want to do stem cell research, there are valid ways for me to do that, and there mm -hmm. are invalid ways for me to do that, and I want my faith to be in harmony with the work that I do. Absolutely. And I think a lot of, like you talk about, too, with the umbilical cord, you know, that that's got really good ties to, and you don't mm -hmm. need to do it. Yep. You don't need to do anything and harm the baby in any, any way. So it's kind of like you're saying, a false false teaching. So, you know, in our right, society right. now. So Yeah, and then we, yep. we also can have the knowledge that the illicit, uh, invalid research regarding embryonic stem cell research, and that's where the, the really hard part, but the, the adult stem cell research, you know, that's the one where I know some uh, Catholics, they're involved in that, they're working to promote it, uh, that we're, there's much good. But uh, can you share a little bit, Ed, uh, going to the gold mass, what are some of the details and what uh, generally happens that makes this mass unique? Sure. Uh, I don't know that it's, I mean, because Mass is what Mass is, right? In a way. Right, yes, <laughs> glorify our Lord. Right, and so uh, we have a Mass every Wednesday on our campus. Uh, we say it's one of the oldest traditions that we have on campus. And the neat thing about it is it's preserved um, within the structure of the university. What that means is we have software where you can book uh, a lab, a classroom, whatever, but the 10 o'clock hour is blocked out on Wednesday. So you oh, can't wow. actually schedule anything else at the university so that every student, faculty, staff are free to come and join us at Mass. Oh, and our beautiful. Wednesday Mass gets the attention that our Sunday liturgy does. You know, it's a full music, uh, choir, all of those things. And mm -hmm. during that Mass, we'll take time to bless different groups. So sometimes we'll bring in maybe an athlete, athletic team that's going into a tournament. We'll invite them to Mass, and we'll um, pray a blessing over them at Mass. And so this isn't unique in a way for us because we do it all year long. We try to celebrate different aspects of our community, 
a lot of times we'll I'll pray a blessing over a group and then we give them one, a, a blessed uh, St. Benedict medal. Hmm. So it, it's natural. So what really happened is some of our scientists, Professor Daniel Barr is one of them, rose up and said, hey, could we, could we have a gold mask here on campus? And we reached out to Bishop Kagan and discussed it with his office, and he comes out and celebrates it. And so it's, it's really acknowledging the work they do, but it's also consistent with just the way we live our life on campus. Absolutely. Well, if you're just tuning in, we were talking with uh, Ed Konetska. He's from the St. University of Mary up in Bismarck, and they have a couple events going on. First, we just talked about the Gold Mass, and they have that coming up. When When is that, uh, quickly, Ed? Yep. Yeah, that's November 6th, uh, November Wednesday 6th. at 10 a.m., and it's in Our Lady Annunciation, which is our large chapel on campus. Great. Okay. So then if you want to go to that, that's up in the St. Saint. Mary's University up in Bismarck. So, And then you have another event coming up that's happening tonight, right? A pro-life across yep, America. Tonight. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit what's going on with that? Sure. We, we have a series every Thursday night we call Grounds for Belief. It's got a coffee theme to it. We bring in all kinds of different speakers. We try to do things that enhance the faith of our students. Tonight happens to be Marianne Kuharski. Uh, so she's uh, one of the founders and I think current president of Pro-Life Across America. They're affectionately known as the Billboard People. That's right. <laughs> so their way of getting the message out right is just trying to get billboards in every state that speak to the truth of the pro-life cause. And uh, at 8 o'clock tonight in uh, our student center, the Lumen Vitae Center, she'll be speaking uh, on her work and what she does there. Well, that's wonderful. I've, I've had uh, Mary Ann here at one of my parishes here a few years back. She's a great speaker. Uh, that leads me to wonder, Ed, who, who's all invited to come to this talk? So if anyone listening in Bismarck, can anyone come? Absolutely. Yep, and a lot of folks locally would uh, would be aware of, of how to even do that. We're in the Lumen Vitae Center. It's called the Starting Bank Lower Living Room. And they're always public. Sometimes that you can realize it's got more appeal to the general public. And so this would be one where people might know her or they've seen the work that they do. Uh, yeah, so anybody's welcome to join us again at 8 o'clock uh, tonight. Excellent. And at the U Mary there where you're at in Bismarck, uh, is this one of many ways that you promote uh, the pro-life cause? Uh, is there any other events that have taken place or upcoming as well? Sure. I'm, well, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, thank you for that. Great question. One is just obviously the March for Life. Right now we're in our push uh, to get our students to March for Life. We, we uh, historically take about four buses. We take 200 people every year in January. Uh, and a long bus ride. But that's sponsored with University Ministry, who I'm part of, and also our Collegians for Life. So we have a student organization on campus uh, that's student-led, and they're called Collegians for Life, and they do things throughout the year. So in October, obviously, they do a lot of things. The 40 Days for Life is going on right now, obviously, in Fargo, and our group has taken uh, certain slots throughout. Uh, I, I think, like, let's say, I'm just as an example, Thursday afternoon at 1.00 we got students every week driving to fill that hour. Yeah, and very so good. We've got students going back and forth, yeah. And awesome. then, um, yeah, other things that they'll do, we, you know, yeah, I took students last spring to see Unplanned. Uh, mm. I took about 130 students to the theater to see that in the theater and support that movie. And so there's a number of different ways. So a lot of those spring from the student group. University Ministry, which I'm part of, really is a driver uh, as well on the March for Life. And uh, the event today is actually co-sponsored between ourselves and the Collegians for Life student group. Oh, very good. I, I commend you, Ed, and the work being done there at you, Mary. I have uh, many families and friends of mine I know have their children there, mm. and they're getting a marvelous education. I enjoy hearing about it, and the, the growth in the faith, the practice of the faith. Uh, it's just, yeah. I just want to say, keep it up and keep <laughs> striving for the glory of God. He, he takes care of everything, as does our Blessed Mother, of right. course. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah, keeping us yeah, strong. Father, thank you for that. I appreciate that, yes. 
you know, keeping a strong Catholic uh, identity to your to your uh, university. I think it's so important. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Ed, for that. I'm just going to go over the details here. Uh, Wednesday, November 6th at 10 a.m. in Our Lady of Annunciation Chapel on campus. If you want to RSV- RSVP, you can talk uh, to Daniel at his email, D-A-B-A-R-R, at umary.edu, or you can call 701 Eight three nine six for that, and uh, get you get you signed up for anything there, and they can let you know what's going on in further detail there. Do, do you have anything else to add, real quick here, before we have to end here, Ed? I don't think so. I just appreciate the opportunity to speak about it and all that you guys do. Obviously, it sounds like you're on site in a parish today. So thank you for the good work of your radio station, yes, and, uh, for letting us just share the good news of what we do. Very good. Yeah, Ed, thank you. And one last plug for the pro-life talk tonight. Marianne Kuharski from Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people, will be talking on creating a culture of life at the University of Mary, Bismarck, North Dakota, October 24, 2019. That's at 8 p.m., right, Ed? 8 p.m., yep. Yeah. 8 p.m. tonight. Go if you can, if you're yes, in the area. Absolutely. So it's great, great work you're doing up there, and thank you for uh, promoting us as the radio station and helping us evangelize. I know that we come to your university uh, a few times, yes, and and we fun. broadcast yep. up there. So yeah, I think you you know it's a good collaboration and and getting this uh, society re-evangelized, if you, if you will, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to get the, yeah. get the well, word out. Well, exactly. And, the, and like the talk tonight, these billboards are huge on that. I We're working to get a billboard down here in Rochester, Minnesota. I mean, we're, we're from mm. Pine Island, which is near Rochester. And they, I just had a personer telling me, oh, Planned Parenthood put up a few more signs. And we, we're really trying to find yeah. a way to have some more pro-life signs around. Uh, and if, whatever we can do to continue to build the culture of life. And I think uh, Marianne Kuharski's signs yeah. are, in, are just genius. Yeah. They're, they're fantastic. Yeah, they on appealing to the heart and mind of people to love life, yep. welcome life, and and yep. to welcome new life in children. Yep. We have a few in Rochester, and uh, it'll be great to have a few more, I think, too. So thanks, yep. Ed, for, for being on this morning. I am Michael Goldsmith with Father Randall Kazel. We're broadcasting from his parish, St. Michael's in Pine Island, Minnesota, and we'll be right back after the break. This is Real Presence Live.